Welcome to Yeah But. This is episode, oh crap, nine, eight? I don't remember. Um, my name is Annie Gardner, and this week I'm not joined by Drew, surprisingly, um, but we got another Drew of sorts. We have producer Andrew with us. You want to say hi? Hi. Yeah, Drew and I are actually basically the same person. We work in a similar way to the to the Trinity, actually. Okay. Uh, every single Andrew that you've ever met uh, is all is all one being. Okay, that feel felt heretical, but um, we can deal with that later. Um, I mean, it definitely is. It's definitely here, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie we about work, that. We work. We work like the Trinity. Oh my goodness. Um, I really do you know what episode we're on? Because I nine. Uh, I have no idea. I think it's nine. Sure, nine. Um, Let's say nine. I don't, we should really look this up. We do this every week now. We should really look this up before yeah um, recording probably <laughs> if, but... if we're wrong i'll just uh, edit in <laughs> yeah it'll be like a, we're 10. on episode turn or something like that <laughs> just like bleeped in um yeah drew is uh out of the country actually he is in belize which we had to look up where it was because we did <laughs> yeah, not we know no idea where that was <laughs> sorry drew um for not knowing where you are right now um it's in central america for those who are wondering um, but he's on a mission trip right now, and uh, because of it, we're probably going to have to skip next week, unfortunately, because producer Andrew is also going to be preoccupied. Um, we're all going to be out of town. Yeah. Um, we're also, this is the first time we are recording not together, which is pretty wild. So um, we were trying to figure that out for the summer. Um, we decided that we were committed enough to this podcast to keep doing it over the summer. Uh, and producer Andrew's actually so committed that he's even gonna keep editing for us when he is not <laughs> in Lawrence yeah, or anything reason, next I'm year. Gonna he's gonna be, you're gonna be at training, and we're just gonna send you files, <laughs> and somehow they're gonna magically you're staying get. Staying up until two in the morning. Oh my gosh! Please don't. Um, your job is important, but <laughs> <laughs> but also this podcast is important, as we know. Uh, so yeah, but we are um, gonna do probably a little bit of a shorter episode today but we uh since we're probably gonna have to skip next week we didn't want to skip this week um as we are in a transition time which we'll get more on later um but let's go ahead and start with our usual o's um i will start with mine my o right now is the entire state of california um <laughs> so as drew would you know so graciously point out again um i do in fact work for nasa and my NASA center is out in California, um, in like north of LA a little bit. It's Armstrong Flight Research Center, woot woot. Um, but so that means that twice a year I drive across the country to get to California. And uh, so this time I was driving into California from, I did three days from uh, Lawrence. I drove first to Albuquerque where my dad lives and stayed there and then drove to Flagstaff, Arizona and then yesterday drove from Flagstaff to California and yesterday was like yesterday was kind of my oh it was you know third day of travel um and it was snowing in Flagstaff when I left like Wait, it was it, snowing in like the end of May yeah like it's there was like in Arizona. I thought I was gonna have to scrape off my car um, which, like, Flagstaff is, like, in the mountains more so, so I wasn't, like, super surprised. But we woke up, and it was, like, rain snowing, kind of. Um, okay. And, yeah, and I, like, thought I was going to have to scrape off my car, but it was, like, wet enough that I could just wipe it off. And I was like, crap, I don't, my ice scraper's, like, buried in my trunk somewhere because I haven't needed it in two and a half months. Um, but, yeah, so that was an interesting start to it. Then I'm like, oh, fun, snow. 
it's almost June. Um, yeah, so there, there was that part. And then um, the rest of the drive was, like, kind of fine. Got stuck in some in some traffic at some point of it. But it was just, like, it's insane because as soon as I got into California and we were driving, the driving got just, like, so much worse. Like, it's not even a stereotype that California drivers suck. <laughs> Sorry to anybody who's <laughs> listening that lives in California. <laughs> I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but... If somebody's listening from California, I am so shocked. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, like, right so now. shocked. Um, oh, side note, because I wanted to mention this, and Benny obviously knows this, um, but... Uh, our podcast is marked explicit, which I just noticed and apparently happened like four weeks ago. Um, and I just think that's hilarious. Drew also thinks this is funny. He <laughs> said it was good for our brand quote. <laughs> Don't know what our brand is, but uh, this being marked explicit is apparently part good of that. Um, so sorry, mom. I think our, our brand is just saying the the bad word that's just on the edge enough to give us the explicit <laughs> you mean shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't want to say it in case this one could not be marked as explicit yeah in case in case my mom's listening i'm sorry yeah my i uh i'm t- i said something about it to my mom and she's like well it's because and she spelled out the word i think <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. So, Mom, I do know you are listening to this, so I apologize for um, my not perfect language all the time. <laughs> I think, I think my, I think my mom might be like the only person I would care if they heard me say something bad. I mean, I think like my grandma too. I would like, okay, I don't. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I don't probably. really curse, so I'm, it would be, I don't know, like kind of out of character at some point. I remember. The yeah. first, this is a tangent, I'm sorry. Um, I remember the first time I said shit in front of my brother, and I was, I think I was in high school, but it was, like, early high school, and I was just, like, putting something in the car, and I, or he was, like, moving stuff around, and I was, like, not, for some reason, it was kind of an unnecessary time for me to say it, but I, like, did, and he, like, gave me this look, and he's, like, I've never heard you say that before, <laughs> and it was, like, one of those moments where it was, like, are we both adults? <laughs> like, um, anyway, that was a side tangent, um, but... Yeah, so uh, welcome to the brand of Yeah But, podcast marked explicit. We are, <laughs> as Drew said, uh, bad boys in Catholic podcasting. We'll see. Anyway, back to my O. So yeah, as soon as we got into California, the driving just got like so much worse. Like nobody obeys the like drive on the left, pass on the right thing at all. It's insane. Like people just pass any which way. People are constantly going like 15 over um trucks also for some reason in california like the speed limit will be like 70 let's say and then but trucks it's like there are signs everywhere that say trucks when towing can only go 55 which why would this be a thing actually super dangerous to only yeah. go 55 well and for it to be trucks and so then like especially when trucks are like passing each other it's like one's going like 55 another's going like 60 or something and so just like a little bit over that yeah like everybody else is going so much faster and so i'm just like california you are screwing yourself over basically for having um i don't know for doing so it was just like as soon as i got in the driving got so much worse also it was again like really cold i feel like it's just very windy across the country right now for some reason but yesterday i got into to lancaster where i um live and it is in Southern California, like, in the Mojave Desert. So it's usually, like, I don't know, a billion degrees. And it was, like, yeah. 50 degrees or something like that. Like, I was, I had to put on a sweatshirt when I was unloading my car. It was, it was very cold. Um, but, I mean, but, I mean, there was a tornado in Kansas today. So 
you yeah, know. Kansas has just been raining forever. Yeah. Like, I don't think it stopped raining for, like, a week and a half. Yeah, gosh. it's It was weird. Yeah, like, it was raining a lot when I left on sa- Saturdays when I left. Um, yeah, and and when I got when I got to, like, work today, today was my first day, um, everybody's like, what's the weather been like in Kansas? I'm like, oh, there's, like, a billion tornadoes all the time. <laughs> and I was, like, telling somebody that today, and they're like, I'm sure it's not that bad. And then, like... I was having a conversation with somebody and was looking at my phone and was like, oh my gosh, sorry, a tornado just touched down in Lawrence. So they were like, oh my gosh, you weren't exaggerating. I'm like, no, we literally was not exaggerating. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so... It was, a, it was a giant tornado too. Like it was a... It was like an F4 or something. tornado. <laughs> yeah, so prayers to everybody who... I, there was some major damage from what I hear. Um, yeah. And that's a very scary... And I think... You guys are still under a tornado watch for like tonight, I think, right? I think, yeah. It, it's it depends on which part of the, the, the area, area that you're in. Yeah, because yeah, you you said that people like, that are you said that you're fine, right? You're yeah, we're okay where I am, but I live a little more south of the the city, so right. Yeah, so Lawrence itself, I think, is still under a <clears throat> quite a watch. So prayers for everybody, um, definitely in that area. And that's tornadoes are just so weird and so devastating, but. Anyway, so California is my O, even though, you know, Lawrence got hit by a tornado. I do miss it already, but that's okay. Um, being in California is still, it's still a good time, even if it is super annoying to drive in. But, okay, Benny, let's hear your O. So my O is just moving in general. Oh, good. Uh, but specifically, like, all of my things are in various states of being unpacked. Uh, the the office in my in my in my family's house is covered is halfway covered with all of my stuff. Good. Uh, I just yesterday I've been home for like a week. Just yesterday I actually ended up like taking all of my clothes out of the garbage bags that they were in. Garbage and bags putting them into my dresser. <laughs> you didn't even have yeah, bins. Yeah. I, mo- I moved out with with garbage bags. Oh no! Oh, you're such a college boy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. I would never dare oh. think to like put my clothes in garbage bags. I would like like every time I've had to move, I have gone to Target or something and bought like t- like bins of so I could put my clothes. Really? In. Yeah. I have now I have like yeah, too many to... because of the number of times I've moved. <laughs> I'm going to have to iron like every single shirt that I own after, after Classic. Moving. Yeah. <laughs> so so that that experience is always great, and I I just I got, every time that I move I feel like I have just too many things and I need to like get rid of all of my stuff. Oh, I feel that hardcore. It's such a <laughs> such a process of getting all of my stuff together and getting rid of it. Yeah, and you're like you're putting everything in bins, and you're like I don't even wear this. This is stupid. I should just like if I gave it if I just like got yeah. rid of it, I wouldn't have to pack it. <laughs> There are there are clothes and things that I I moved to Lawrence in August mm-hmm. and I did not touch until I went to move them out. <laughs> you're always like, oh, I might like, I really, I might wear enough. this or like, I might need this, and then it's like a year later, yeah. and you're like, no, didn't happen. Yeah, it's always like, oh, for sure, I'll, I'll, there'll be some point where I'm gonna need this in my, in my life. Or you have I those like novelty do. things that you're like. This would be good for like a theme party or something like that. It's like how many yeah. theme parties do we go to? This is yeah. like this isn't. It's never the it's never the theme that you're prepared for. Yeah, it's like, you have to go of, buy new things for that. Of course not, and then it just adds to it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it's just been a whole week long, and still is going on because I haven't finished it yet. 
it also didn't help that I started working like at my retail job immediately after moving home. Oh yeah. So I haven't had. You, it's not like, like you have like your days, days to, to spend going through stuff and unpacking. Well, how long are yeah, you at? Um, how long are you at home for? Um. So I'm gonna be leaving for Pittsburgh on Friday. Okay. But then after training, which is for two weeks, I'll be back home for two months until the beginning of September. So, Ooh, so a long time. Yeah. So you're long time for me to be here. So I, I do actually need to like unpack. Yeah. It's not like you can just be like, oh, it'll just be like a couple of weeks and I'm out again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You do need to unpack. I would support you in that. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to have to figure out like, what do I need to actually bring to my new job? Yeah. Because I have no idea, first of all, which city I'm going to be in. Are you, you're like, Culture Project is like, sends you to like one particular city to do stuff around, yeah. right? It's yeah. not so like, I'll, it's I'll not like, like a traveling I live in a house. Oh, okay. Yeah. I live in a house, but I have no idea what the setup is going to be or um, how much space I'm going to have in that house. Right. Or even like, if I'm going to drive my car there or if I'm just going to fly there. Oh, yeah. Is there... Because I, I could be... I, I could end up in, like, where you are in L.A., and I really don't know if I want to drive my 2001 Ford Taurus that is sketchy on a good day <laughs> uh, across half of the country. Um, Yeah, I would... My car's pretty pretty new still. It's, like, a 2015 or something, so it's been able to handle the cross-country treks a couple of times a year um, pretty valiantly. But I would support that, because especially once you get into, like... I don't know, like, driving from... When I did, like, Lawrence to Albuquerque, like, that was honestly fine. But, like, kind of Albuquerque on, you get, like, towns every, like, or, like, cities every, like, 150 miles or something like that. So, if you break down in the middle of it, it is bad news bears, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty stuck. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, you don't... (sighs) LA is, like, a stupid city because it's one of them that you, like, need a car in unfortunately because like there's not really like the bus system's yeah, really extensive far apart but like yeah. everything is so far apart it took me i drove through la yesterday and it took me like yeah two hours to get across the city so yeah but that's true but where else yeah. like where else I is mean, culture I, project I where could that, you end up uh so i might be in san francisco as well which i also don't really want to drive yeah san francisco is a little better on um, the public transit also yeah and like either way i'm gonna have uh, people that i'm living with that have cars oh, so yeah but, um, oh okay well then it's not going to be an issue as far as like once i get there it's just getting there yeah uh but other than that i could be in ohio uh oh. in cleveland or toledo which is like 10 hours away which isn't awful yeah i feel like i could make that that pretty pretty easily yeah well yeah moving it's kind of terrible <laughs> yeah it kind of sucks yeah well this is we've been kind of unintentionally getting into it but our, I don't even know how to phrase this question. I guess our question is like, is everything changing? We'll say it like that. Um, so this the is, answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Spoiler. Um, so what we wanted to talk about today a little bit is like times of transition or times of change, because um, Andrew and I are both in times of transition and change, but they look pretty different right now because you have graduated and are moving on to an actual job and I have not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think this is going to, this is 
we would like to, you know, make the firm distinction between this and the what comes next episode that we did a little bit a while ago, um, which was a little more abstract. <laughs> they're not. They're not the same. They're not the same. We promise. We didn't, we didn't copy ourselves. Yeah. Or honestly, I forgot that we did that episode until you mentioned it because, as I've said, I should probably actually listen to our podcast um, for <laughs> so I don't forget what we do slash also for improvements. So, but now I have time this summer, so I'll do that anyway. Um, but this is going to be a little bit different because it's, I think that was more on like discernment and more on um, kind of making decisions, I would say a little bit more. Um, whereas now I think we've like, at least for now, made our decisions and are like in the middle of moving from one place in life to another. Um, so yeah, actually doing it. Yeah. Like actually, actually doing it. You know, it's like you're trusting that like you're doing, I think the last one was like, how do you do God's will? And this is like, okay, you're doing it. But, like, that comes with a lot of some difficult aspects. And so, um, yeah, I guess we'll just jump into it. I guess how what comes to mind for you when you hear this question? Yeah, so I guess we should probably, like, explain what I'm doing. Yeah, I guess more thoroughly um, than... Because <laughs> I, I accepted a job. My 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 major is in, is in illustration, illustration and animation, which I'm not Ooh, relevant. doing anything <laughs> with right now. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be a, a culture project missionary. So I'm going to be going around, yeah, giving giving talks to high schoolers and middle schoolers about uh, virtue and sexual integrity and theology of the body mm-hmm. and all those good things. Uh, so that is going to be really I'm really looking forward to. It. I think it's going to be a really good experience. Yeah. Um, and and I also feel like pretty strongly like this is where God needs me to be right now. Right. But it also brings about like a weird, a very weird like point in my life because I'm not really like setting up a career or setting up a like a life of, of for my own. Mm-hmm. Um, like some people are like I know we have friends that are graduating and moving on and like have basically their like career set. Yeah, moving into their, into their careers life is, like, for sure. Planned out. But what I'm doing isn't really. You know, something that I'm going to be doing until I retire. Yeah. Um, and I'm also, like, not even really moving out of my parents' house. Like, I'm, I'm going to be moving. I'm, I'm going to live by myself. Or not not by myself. Like, with my team for uh, the, the the mission year, which is from September until June. Okay. But, like, I'll, I'll still live here in the summer. Um, yeah. So, it, it is, like, a weird, not quite a end of uh, the cycle that I've already been doing for the past 22 years yeah that's true because you are like yeah you have like the academic year that you're like preoccupied or whatever or doing your not living at home thing and then you kind of you still have summers i guess yeah that's interesting so yeah so like what's been i guess like i mean i would say that your transition is more permanent than mine but it's still like not like you said you're not moving into a career necessarily that you're like okay this is just like it for the rest of my life um so what's i guess been like challenging for you about that um i mean it is just something that um when you when when it was getting like close to graduation time um i was it was just something that that i thought about a lot as far as what what i'm even doing with my life and like what the future is going to look like um and you, you of course start to like compare yourself to people around you and to people that have come before you uh and just looking at like my, my parents 
trajectory their uh life at, at this point in their lives was very much like setting up the the way that their lives were going to be forever yeah uh until now um like they were i think my parents uh at my age would be like getting engaged in like a few weeks probably oh wow and then um yeah moving out and like having jobs in the fields that they were going to work for uh until now they still work in those fields and uh they have the 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 family life that they they have as was being set up at that point yeah uh whereas at, at this point in my life like i i just don't even know um where where that is for me or what the the concrete like home is for me yeah because i'm i'm not moving out and like setting up my own house or setting up my own like future life because i'm not wherever the culture project sends me like i'm not i'm not planning on uh living there uh permanently you right. know after i'm done on mission so it is just a, a thing where you start to to realize that uh yeah like my life is not going to be um it's it's, it's not going to follow the plan of like my dad's life um which is which is okay but it's like kind of the the, the ex- expertise that he has in that and like the guidance that he could give me up until now because we had been like on, on similar trajectories yeah. like he, i he, i no longer have that uh thing to lean on because he doesn't know what this is uh, and right. I, I don't really know what this is either but um yeah i i can't i can't turn to him and say you know where where were you at this point in your life because we were our paths have now diverged yeah and i think that is like a port- an important distinction because i think that like I mean, there's the kind of natural fears that we, that I think a lot of people have after graduation that it's like, how do I like not be in college anymore? Um, But it does look so different if you're like, like you said, if you're like going into your career and like setting up the rest of your life or if you're, yeah, like seriously dating somebody and like, you know, going towards marriage, things like that. Like, I think that looks really different than, you know, we also have several friends that are doing like focus or, you know, so we have. I think many of you are doing like this ministry route. Um, yeah. Which is, is like interesting because, you know, and you kind of, you kind of touched on this, but it's like, you're in a sense kind of pushing, like deferring almost like you're not like real adulthood. Cause this is like real adulthood, but like you're kind of deferring it into like a little bit later. And um, I think that that's a, a transition that is happening more with like, kind of like you said like with with our generation more than our parents you know most of them went to college got their degree um and then just like set up the rest of their life but you know whether it's it's ministry or like taking a gap year or um doing maybe a more entry-level job that like you're not expecting to kind of i guess stick in forever um i think that more and more people are doing that out of college that like I have known and it I think that that's just interesting because it is like a completely different transition time because like you know like you said you're not going to do this until you retire so in a sense that like almost begs the additional question it's like okay what are you gonna do after this and that's another point when you kind of hit that discernment that you're like I have no idea (laughs) you know and I think it's it's uh, I think it's good to have that sense of not knowing too like I don't Mm -hmm. I don't think I want to know exactly what i'm doing after i'm done with with the culture project and i don't um 
obviously I, I don't know at this point and i think that i, I kind of want to keep it that way right now because i like I, I was very much like thinking about planning ahead like to a year from now two years from now like when i'm done with this what, what am i gonna do right but uh yeah recently i've just been like realizing that that's not important right now because i still haven't done this yeah so like giving true. my all like all, all of my time and attention to this at this point uh is really what like what i need to do instead of um yeah just focusing all of my attention on what's coming next after that right well and you need to like i guess this i tried to say that this was going to be different than the last than that last episode but you do need to like allow god to change you like within this experience you know it's like no it's kind of like no or like the work that you know you you are doing in ministry or that like maybe our friends are doing focus you know or whatever the that work is like worthwhile in itself obviously and like deserves to be done but i i think there's kind of like a natural thought process with it that it's like if you walk out of it with the like exact same plan as you did walking into it then it's like kind of what was the point or not like what was the point but like you know that like god's gonna do something with it and it's probably gonna be significant and like you need to allow him the space to do it i guess which is absolutely yeah which is like important walking into it because it's like yeah if you had walked into this and was like well after how long is culture project is it two years uh i I only committed to one year oh okay you can um, i can i can can do do it for more than that if i want to (laughs) yeah so like maybe let's say that you only do this for like a year or whatever and then but like you know walking into it you're like well this is the job i'm gonna have after this and like this is the exact route i'm gonna take then it's kind of like i feel like working ministry more than other things kind of you almost can't have a plan going into it because i think things change just so quickly because of it you know yeah Yeah. but yeah yeah so what so you are going to be in california for until the end of the summer until the end of the summer yeah so my transition time um is like this has been weird because it's like a transition time i'm very familiar with um yeah because this is like your third this is my third rotation yeah so um i took off the reason i'm going a fifth year is because i took a semester off originally back my like second semester of sophomore year um and i worked for seven months so i did a fall or a spring and summer out here and then last summer i came back uh just for the summer and then this is my last summer um unless i choose to go to grad school that's another conversation probably won't but we'll see (laughs) um so yeah this is like my so it's a transition time i'm really familiar with like i literally remember writing in my prayer journal maybe like a month ago or something like that and being like i know the moment that i'm going to be the saddest and it's going to be after i get to that house after i i'm unpacking i'm probably going to be re-watching parks and rec and it's gonna like hit me that like i'm here all summer i'll have just been with all of my friends very intensely and very consistently for weeks and weeks um you know especially as like you know i've talked about this before but as, especially as like m- a lot of my friends were graduating there was like that kind of natural tendency to all cling together for the last few weeks especially yeah and as i think we kind of all felt and um you know and and 
with everything that happened, you know, during finals week and everything, it was just like a lot of together time, which was good and very much needed. But I was like, I know I'll have driven across the country with somebody, um, which one of my friends came out and drove out with me. Um, and, but like, I'll have dropped her off at the airport. I'll have gotten to the house. I'll be unloading. I'll be unpacking in my room and it's going to hit me and I'm like going to be crushed by it. And that's exactly what happened last night. Um, and you know, like I knew it, like this is a transition time that I know. Um, and I know when I'm sad and I know when, uh, I just have done this before. Um, but this this time was like this sad was like even deeper than I thought it was gonna be again because of just like how close I've gotten with everybody all of my friends and stuff in the last year um yeah but yeah, and it's, it's it's not gonna be the same when you come back in August right and that's like the other because like last summer yeah of course I was sad in that moment you know the same moment and it and it was like and I remember being like I know I'll be fine or like I'm writing down like I know I'll be fine when I go to work in the morning which I was like today was fine um but I just, like, knew – it was kind of, like, the – I know it was Monday, but it's, like, kind of – it was, like, the epitome of, like, Sunday blues sort of thing, like, when you get really sad at the yeah. end of the week. It's, like, that to, like, a very intense degree. Um, and, yeah, and I know that, like, it's not going to be the same when I when I come back because it's not, like – you know, I'll see some people again, obviously. Um, some people, you know, will still be around in August or, like, haven't quite moved on to their stuff yet or, like, I have friends that are also staying a fifth year. So it's not like I'm, like <laughs> – I have no friends, but, um, yeah, it is just like going to be different for sure. And that was, I think what was different also about this time, um, is that to go from such an intense community that we have like at St. Lawrence and that, um, we have with our friends and, um, be like co- literally living together and constantly hanging out with each other to then, you know, I'm renting a house from a family and they're a very nice family. Um, but like, I'm not very close with them maybe understandably and I spend most of my just like most of my time in my room um which is good for a lot of things it allows me to catch up on shows it allows me to read it allows me to pray a lot um and I work nine hour days so honestly it's like if I especially if I go running or whatever in the evening that like takes out an hour anyway I pray for an hour you know like I maybe I watch tv and read a little bit like I don't it's not like I'm like how do I fill my time um I don't have that much time in the evenings because I get up early and I work late. Um, But to go from such an intense, vibrant community to like kind of having nothing in a sense is just like such a system shock. Um, Yeah. And and like I knew it was coming, but it doesn't necessarily make it easier. You know, like I was prepared for it, but like almost in a sense, it's like sometimes worse because it's like, you know, it's going to hurt a lot. And so you're just kind of like tense up and try to brace yourself for it. But like, there's kind of nothing you can do about it. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, like you can kind of look at the same thing as far as transitions between because I went to uh, one one school from kindergarten through eighth grade. Then Mm -hmm. I went to a different high school then I went through to a, a different college. So I've had like these new starts at least like three or four times right. in my life. And now it's like it's coming again because like even though like I'm going into something where there is going to be a tight community, I still have to like be new to that again, yeah. which is something I haven't had to do since, you know, like three or four years ago whenever, I guess only three years ago when I like really started being involved in the St. Lawrence community. Right. Yeah. So it's a whole new and, it's a whole new experience um that I, I've I've done before 
and I know that it's going to be fine and I know it's going to be okay, but it's still like every time, uh, yeah, it's scary every time. Yeah. And it like, I think in a sense is like, has gotten worse every time. Cause I've gotten closer to people every time. Like the first time I came out here, um, was after my saw so- was in the middle of my sophomore year, which I had like really good friends, um, you know, from kind of from the get go, thankfully. And so of course I missed them. Of course it was hard. It was very tough being away from St. Lawrence for those seven months. My, my prayer life kind of fell apart. It was, that was, yeah. I think probably the hardest part. Um, so like I, and I, as I've kind of come out like last summer, I was better about praying regularly. Um, hopefully the summer will be the best one yet. We'll see. <laughs> um, keep you updated on that. But, um, it like, as I was, or as I was on my uh, drive out here, Um, My friend Mandy drove with me. Shout out Mandy. I don't think she listens, but maybe one day she will. Um, But, and at some point she was like, don't you just like crave change? And I was like, no, definitely not. Does does she? Yeah. She's saying that she like, she was, she was like, I love change in like all respects. And so she's like, um, she went to, she went to KU with, yeah. And I was like, okay, that felt dramatic. But like, I kind of believe her though. Um. And she's, like, very tight with her family back – we're both from St. Louis um, and everything. Okay. But she uh, went to KU with us um, and it, uh, now has a job in Kansas City. And she was kind of like, honestly, I'm a little bit sad that I'm not moving further away. Not even, like, further away, but, like, moving on to something more different than Kansas City. Yeah. And, you know, since she just spent four years in, like, Lawrence in Kansas City. And I was like, well, one, like, Kansas City will be different. Um, but – you know, yeah, you're not like moving to California or something like that. Um, but it was just like, when she asked me that, I was like, no, I like don't crave change. But I think as I was like thinking about it more, I was like, I don't think I've had time to crave change in college, you know, cause I'm like, I went, I moved in the, it's not even like I had like four, the last four years I was just in college. I wasn't like, I moved for seven months and worked out here. I've gone to California every summer since I, you know, like my dad and stepmom moved to New Mexico right before I, I, uh, came to college. I, high school went by really fast. It's just like all these things that I'm like, I don't feel like I've had the last time I remember being like bored or like wanting things to change and like wanting things to move on was like elementary school or something, or like maybe middle school. It's just like, I haven't had in my kind of adulthood, I haven't had time to crave change. Um, which like maybe has been a good thing, but like has also, you know, like we said before, been challenging. Um, and yeah, so this time of transition has been, it's also been weird because it's like my final college transition, I guess you could say. And this Mm -hmm. is like, you know, like I got, I got to work today and like pretty immediately one of the guys that I, that I work with closely is like, what are you thinking about for after graduation? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and he just like wanted to know if I, cause the point of my internship program is to hire me full time. Um, yeah. and you know, some of in conversions for, we call it conversion, which is my mom was like, it sounds really weird when you call it that. But like, that's what we say, like, is people are up for conversion or they like got converted, <laughs> which I realize <laughs> on a Catholic podcast is like a weird terminology, but that's just yeah. what we call it. Um, You've been brought over to the church of NASA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. Um, <laughs> anyway, but it has been like a weird day because of that, because I was like, not... I don't know because like other people were like oh we're not going to know until like right before graduation if we're like getting picked up or not and I was like I'm not going my entire senior year 
not knowing if I have a job or not until like right before graduation. I'm like, that's insane. But, and so I like mentioned that to the like, (laughs) that's what I did. Okay. That's insane. You're much more trusting than me. (laughs) Yeah. I I didn't know that I had the culture project job until like the week before graduation. (sighs) You were so much more patient than me though. I can't, I don't think I can do it. Well, it it sucked. It was bad. Yeah. (laughs) Oh gosh. I was freaking out a little bit. Well, God's will. Thank you. Always pulling through. But yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of like, well, especially because like with engineering, I was like, I, if I apply for other jobs, I would know way earlier, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I definitely like want to keep my options open and stuff for jobs. But, but then it started getting really real that I was like, oh, this is my last rotation. I'm going to have to start making some like bigger decisions. Um, yeah. And so it's like, I think that's why this transition time has also felt just so much more significant or so much deeper is because I'm like, okay, this is the last time I'm coming out here that I'm like, oh, I'll only be out here for 10 weeks, you know, or like, I can do anything for a couple of months and like this is when I'm now having to evaluate much more deeply like can I live here like can I um I don't really have a community out here which is really difficult for me and it's like how much does that affect me can I find a community like is this just because I haven't looked is that you know kind of those other layers that that come on on top of of transition times that um make them more permanent i guess um but yeah i think that also like when talking about transition what has always kind of screwed me over in times of transition is that like my prayer life basically falls apart and kind of becomes non-existent yeah like traveling is really hard for me because like a lot of times i'm sharing like a room with somebody else and it's kind of weird to be like i'm gonna pray for an hour now (laughs) you know like or you're driving all day in the car home yeah chapel or like the home place that you go right and that that's actually probably the hardest thing about my summer is that i don't have access to a chapel um basically at all which like i can pray in my room but it's just like and i do but it's just like never as good as being in a chapel and yeah yeah and so that's what i think if we're like trying to get more practical and like you know, I think we've talked a lot about why transition is hard, but I think everybody also knows that transition is hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, that is, it's important, to, you know, to touch on that. But if we're trying to get more practical about, like, how do we deal with it, it, you know, feels kind of obvious. But I think, like, my first line of defense at, at this point and the hardest one for me is, like, keep praying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like I'm very fortunate in that I'm going into something that is uh, a part of my job is to, is to keep praying, <laughs> oh, uh, and I'm going to be surrounded by people that <laughs> surrounded by people that also uh, it is their job to keep praying and yeah. their job to keep me praying. Yeah, um, and that's so, and that's going to be yeah, such I, important very, like, formation. For that. Um, yeah, that's going to be like such important formation for you know the rest would like when you do i don't know go into a more permanent time like that's going to be really important yeah as i'm sure you know because it's like and that is something else that i'm kind of staring at with this summer or like every summer when i come out here i'm like i know my prayer life starts struggling more um or like there's always the temptation you know there's a temptation to just like keep pushing it off or whatever and then like i just it's not as good it's fat it's too short it's not consistent whatever um but you know, the truth is at some point we're going to 
be facing a permanent transition time into like what the a good chunk of our lives looks like whether that's like family life or um whatever you know like uh being being like just like a young a single young adult that it's like we are going to be working jobs and like we do need an actual prayer life that i think is sometimes I don't know. I feel like sometimes at St. Lawrence, there's so many amazing resources, but it's like kind of, if you're like involved in St. Lawrence, it's like pretty easy to be Catholic in my opinion. Cause oh, we're just so like easy. so yeah. surrounded with resources all the time for, you know, we have confession every day. We have mass every day. We have adoration for like at least an hour every day. Um, if not hours, you know, and it's just like, yeah. so there are retreats. There are just a billion ways to get involved. There are so many people asking you all the time if you're praying like how often you're praying how you're doing you know it's just like so easy to be catholic um and on top of that like if you don't want to talk to anybody else you don't have to yeah yeah and like it yeah so i just think that that's such it's so important to like have us in that kind of bubble for like college but i think that what can be difficult is like breaking out of that or what sometimes i think camp like campus centers not like fail in but like maybe like a weaker point of them because like they are focused on like you in college but it's like kind of setting you up for after college and so it's like as I'm working this like real engineering job this summer like I can't slack off you know like or I can't um like this is what the rest of my life is eventually going to look like probably so I can't just like ignore prayer or like the community or catholicism or whatever and i think that's where it can be difficult because it's like when it's not so easy to be catholic it's like how do you what do you do like how do you do this yeah and i think a, a, like a temptation that i fall into a lot um, when i'm especially like in the past few summers where i where i was just working like at, at a retail store like finding within that work um like something fulfilling and something that uh like I, I found like a God within that right. and God like providing for me within that. Like that was really hard for me when I wasn't so clearly serving him through that because right. it was such a, like I me, mean, it's just working at a store that sells barbecue grills. So like, I don't <laughs> uh, like, it's, it's really, it's really easy for me when I'm doing mission and when I'm doing ministry uh, within. When your job like, is to talk about God all the my, time and like share yeah. the gospel. It's like, yeah, this is obvious. <laughs> It's no, like, but it's, that's it's very easy for me to put like my passion into that. And, yeah, like like in like really infuse uh, my relationship with God within that. Right. But like when when I get out of this um, like time of being on mission, uh, and I'm like maybe just working, and maybe am like I don't have a family, and I'm just like when when you say single like young adult life, that I think is what terrifies me the most. Yeah. Of just being like by myself. Uh, you, you got to work because you've got to, you know, live. Pay rent. Yeah. <laughs> got to be a human. <laughs> but having like no other, uh, like like real purpose behind it. Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, something that like Saint Jose Maria Escriva talks about um, a little, like pretty pretty often, and like in the in conversation with God devotionals, that's a big part of my prayer. Um, it talks a lot about like sanctifying kind of your everyday ordinary work, and that is something that like I. You know, because it's been always been so easy for me to section off like my engineering work away from my faith, uh, even though it like is yeah. a passion. And I do fully believe that like God is asking me to be here and to do this. I like have trouble reconciling that with like 
yeah, my passion for ministry or like my love of theology or whatever. Um, but yeah, like you said, like trying to even like the mundane stuff, but like finding God in that and like, you know, that is also should be, should be a prayer. Um, which is, yeah, which is like difficult to like find that. And yeah, I remember I've, um, had definitely conversations with some of my friends about, about this, but it's like, it seems like transition, like you said, like being just like a single young adult sounds super scary and like having, is facing a transition where you're just like, like, I think I could move anywhere and do probably anything if I like knew I had at least like one person to, you know, like if I was getting married and like knew that I would have my spouse with me, then it's like, cool, we'll like be our own community. And like, yeah, we got to find people outside of that, obviously, but it's like, you can kind of do anything if you know you got at least like one person. Um, and so it is really scary walking into those transition times and being like, I do not have, a, it's just me and Jesus, like, which yeah. <laughs> is all you need, but it's sometimes like very scary. <laughs> um, and yeah, just like really leaning into that um, and being courageous in it still and like trusting that like you're going to find purpose and you're going to can, as long as you're seeking to do God's will, um, that like being confident walking forward and just doing it, which is like, I think the hardest part of transition is just like, you just got to keep doing it until it's not a transition anymore. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which you can't just, just drop it when you, <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, this is hard to know. Uh, for sure. But yeah. Well, I think that's probably a decent place to end this. We said this was going to be a shorter episode, but I feel like it's... Yeah, we've been going for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's probably just going to be a regular episode. So, um, Also, apologies if the audio was iffy. I have no idea how my microphone recorded, because I am just on my headphones. So we will see. Um, <laughs> but producer Andrew, thank you so much uh, for yeah, filling for... in for this week. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Drew, for being gone so we could do this. Um, I hope <laughs> whatever you're doing in whatever Belize, you're doing in Belize, it, it we goes well. also don't know what that is. Um, we know you're on a mission trip. We don't know what you're doing. Uh, we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks when you're back, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, prayers for everybody in Kansas uh, who was affected by the tornado for sure. Um, continued prayers for Dylan and his family, of course. Um, but yeah, we will catch you next time.